0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to my social life. This is the podcast where you can hear the life stories behind the people on social media. I'm your host, Jacob Kelly. As always, today's podcast is powered by TrueFan. and today is a takeaways episode. And if you're new here what a takeaways episode, is is where I sit down and I talk to you about in those recent podcast episode of The Weekend Today. We're discussing my conversation with Adam Ferris. Now, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the full podcast, make sure you pause this, go back and listen to my interview with Adam in the podcast right before the this one. Uh, if you don't have time to listen to the full 90 minute interview, I respect that. And so Adam, who is he? Adam is the co-founder of Dapper Life, which is a media company meeting built primarily on TikTok, but also expanding on other social platforms. That is a collection of, of high-end and luxury type accounts. So they have accounts. One account that's not necessarily in that niche is Adam's personal account, which talks about sports. They have a launch mode, which talks about cars and celebrity cars and luxury cars and they have mansion talk, which is one that talks about obviously mansions and what's inside celebrity homes. They have one about, uh, one of kind of it's about drinks and cocktails and things like that. And they have another one about, uh, yachts and they're continue continuously expanding and expanding and, how I met Adam is I actually reached out to Adam on, on a work side to, to work with a couple of his accounts. Cause they stood out to me and they worked well with our, with what we're doing over at surf with, with my day job, We just got to chatting. And after the, after our, our work chat, I was like, he had a pretty cool story. And I asked, asked him to come on the podcast. He's all for it and brought good energy to the show. So just want to give him a shout out for taking the time to jump on my social life. Um, but as I always try to do with these takeaways, I try to keep them under 20 minutes. I think I've done that once, but we're going to try and do that again this week. And I got a lot of takeaways. So I just want to dive headfirst into these and get through them and the first takeaway that i had from my conversation with adam is, is just give it a shot you know you never know what's going to happen you know i hate i hate the, the question what if what if i did x what if i did blank and the only way you're ever going to know is if you give it a shot you won't know unless you try. And I like this takeaway because it kind of bookends this takeaway here, bookended the podcast. Because give it a shot was right in the beginning, and you won't know unless you try was one thing that it was, I think it was what Adam said was one thing that's so important. Everyone needs to know is you won't know unless you try. And so we kind of open the podcast with just give it a shot. And we finished with you won't know unless you try. And that was kind of the bookend of the show, but I really like that. I think it's a great takeaway because there's so many things that I'm assuming you want to do if you're listening to this podcast, I assume we're somewhat similar And if you're like me in any way shape or form, there's always something new you want to try And I i'm right there with you There's a million one things I want to do and try and all this different stuff and how i've kind of Decided to approach that so now Well, let's talk about giving it a shot and how to actually do that And this kind of calls back to an interview I did with tom boyd But what i've decided to do is just is do things in sprints And look at exactly what it is you want to try. Give yourself a realistic but short timeline and go all out at it. And for me, so in October, my sprint was TikTok. I was posting three to five times a day, every single day. Um, I think I need to work a little better at the all out thing. I feel like I I dedicated, I wasn't dedicated enough time, that's another conversation, but do things in sprint. So write down a list of what it is you want to try and pick one and go for it. Give it a shot. And obviously like rank them maybe by like the order in which you actually want to do these things. And a high one, one that's high on my list is screenwriting. So for November, my goal for November is to write, is to come up with an idea, outline, write an entire first draft of a screenplay. In 30 days so i've written three screenplays already in 2021 and i want to try and get a fourth one done before the end of the year so i want to try and get that first draft finished by the end of november um and i think i think i'm gonna get it done but either way you never know what you're gonna like you never know what you're not gonna like you never know what's gonna work you never know what's not gonna work until you give it a shot so whatever that thing is you're thinking about doing i highly recommend just giving it a shot it doesn't have to be for a long time either Give yourself a reasonable timeline. Don't say a week, but at least 30, 60, 90 days. Pick it and pick whatever, pick one thing, right? That's the thing. It's like, I have my work and I have this podcast. And then there's 101 things I want to do on top of those two things, but trying to do them all, I can't do them all. I can't. I can't post three to five times a day on TikTok and write a script and try and post five times a day on Twitter and make YouTube videos and do all these things. So you have to pick one. And that's when you give yourself that hard timeline because if you get to the end of, of that sprint, whatever it might be, and something is still eating away that you want to try. And so for me, I did TikTok for 30 days and I still really wanted to write scripts. And that was still kind of something I kept coming back to during my TikTok sprint. So that's why I made my November sprint to go back to screenwriting. And so just pick one thing, go all out at it, give it a shot, see what happens. And if with that shortened timeline, it gives you enough time to actually experience it, see if there's potential there. And if there's not, move on to the next thing give that a shot after that. And the next thing too with trying all these things and Being someone who is entrepreneurial. Again, I don't know you personally, or maybe I do, but I don't know who you are that's listening to this, but I'm assuming you're entrepreneurial in some way, or you're ambitious. And as an entrepreneurial person, you're going to have days where, and the quote that I wrote down from the podcast is you're going to have those days where you're down in the dumps. And I think that that's an important thing to highlight. You know, entrepreneurship is very much glamorized right now. Um, It's very much you know, hustle 24-7, grind, 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 start a business, do this, this, this. And it's amazing. And I mean, although I stepped away from entrepreneurship to take my job, it was a good, I had a lot of fun running my own company. But you have to understand that as an entrepreneur, there's gonna be a lot of days where you're down the dumps. You know, you see a lot of this stuff on social media, all the, the perks and highlights of entrepreneurship, but you don't always necessarily see the other side the side where you're having those down days, where you lost a couple of clients, where, you know, money might be tight this month or different things. You never know It's going to There's a lot of, there's a million ones reasons why you could be down in the dumps with your, with your business and understand those days are going to happen. And so when you sign up for entrepreneurship, you're not, you've got to understand you're not just signing up for the good parts. You're also signing up for the bad parts. But now let's talk about one thing that can make your entrepreneurial adventure, journey path, whatever you want to call it, just make it easier. And that's, Connections. And so Adam did a really good job in college of making a ton of connections. And one of the primary ways he did that was he started a group on campus called Duck Ventures because he went to University of Oregon. Their mascot logo is a duck. Their mascot's a duck. Um, so that's that's where that name comes from. But so he started this thing called Duck Ventures and it was essentially a group of students who were trying to learn more about venture capital and they were talking to investors and VCs and different things to learn and, and looking at term sheets and just kind of being trying to provide value wherever they could. And they were meeting all these different VCs. And so now he's made a ton of connections which have come back to benefit him in his other ventures. He started a couple other companies before um, Dapper Life. He started one called Fleet Nurse, which I believe he said is valued at around $40 million today. And he also started one called Shred, which was was originally a hardware company that turned into a software company uh, that no longer exists. But um, he was able to, Brace some money with these things. So he was able to leverage the connections he already had to help with his other ventures. And so I think making as many connections as you possibly can is really important. But what I want, really wanna highlight here with this making connections piece is that you need to have a vehicle for making connections. And I'm not saying like a car to get from coffee to coffee. I'm saying like something that gives people a reason to talk to you. For Adam, it was Duck Ventures, you know, because he started this group on campus, he was a student, he was reaching out to these VCs, they were going to be far more inclined to talk to him because he's a student running this, this, this group at school, but if he didn't have those things, it would have been a lot harder for him to get in front of these different VCs. And my my personal connections vehicle, as I call it, is the podcast. You know, the podcast gives people a reason to talk to me. You know, I don't get the chance to speak to Zev Siegel, who co-founded Starbucks, if I don't have this podcast. Well, actually, I spoke to him before, but I don't, have the, the, I don't have the opportunity to speak to him in the capacity I did had I not have this podcast. I don't have the opportunity to speak with Joe Santagato for an hour and a half had I not had this podcast. Tom Jurista, who opened for Frank Sinatra, another person I don't speak to if I don't have the podcast. Most of the people i've had on my show odds are i don't speak to them without this podcast and so this is my vehicle for making connections and for you it could be a group that you start at school maybe you're not in school maybe you start a podcast maybe you started an interview series where you write articles you know swish goswami who's true fan ceo he's been on this podcast a couple times that's what he did in in university he started i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head um but maybe game changers i don't know if that's right um but he started he started a um I can't remember what it's called and that's going to bug me, but he started an, an article series on LinkedIn where he would interview people that he wanted to get to know because he was a student on LinkedIn and he would just interview them and turn it into an article. And so that was his vehicle for, for making connections with people. There are all these different ways you can make connections with people um, and you just need to find that vehicle. And obviously interviewing them and asking them questions is a great way to do that, but make sure connections are really important. So make sure you have a way to manufacture those connections now kind of moving into more because i was so those were a couple of the takeaways i had from the first bit of the probably first half hour of the podcast where we talked about time at school and these these groups at school now kind of shifting over to to the tiktok and the tiktok side and the side of uh, of the media company and the first thing i'll say is if you want to post on tiktok what you want to do is at least this is what adam did is on tiktok just test a bunch of videos until one hits and then double down on that niche that's So Adam's, when Adam, he's posting a bunch of different things. He had a 2K video, like an NBA video that took off, turned that into a series, doubled down on the sports niche, made all the content on the page, sports content, and slow, and then were able to, to work from there. And so for you starting, I think that that's an important thing. And with that in mind, I think kind of, as I say this now, and I'm kind of reflecting in real time here, with my TikTok sprint that I did, I don't think that's necessarily something I did well enough was post a variety of content. Um, and just see what worked. I felt like it was all very similar. I feel like in the same pocket. And well, I think I started to see a little bit of traction near the end, which had me second guessing whether I should stop doing the TikTok thing, uh, which is another conversation. But I don't think I tested enough and I don't think I paid attention to the results enough. So I think that's one thing that if you want to make sure you test vary your content to see what's going to stick on TikTok. And on that note, make sure that when you are Testing all these different things. Make sure it's all things you enjoy, because you don't want one of your videos to stick in a niche that you hate. You want to make sure you enjoy the content you're creating. So when you're testing all these things, it's important to test a variety of different content types, but make sure it's in niches or a niche, however, however you're testing that you enjoy, because you don't want to box yourself into a niche that you hate. You know, so because I asked Adam that that question, like, what do you do? Like, how? What do you? Does having a niche make you feel? boxed in and he said it doesn't because he could talk about the niches that he's in for days he could talk about sports all day he can talk about cars all day he can talk about homes and luxury homes and real estate all day and so because of that he has no problem sticking in that niche so you need to find something you're equally as passionate about that you can talk about for hours if not days on end and not get bored, because you're gonna you're gonna have to stick in that niche for a while. And of course, as you grow and scale, you can expand outside of your niche. But when you're starting, you need to to confine yourself to that niche, which is honestly like I'm feel like giving you this advice is almost hypocritical because I feel like my podcast isn't necessarily as niche as it could be. As I said when I was listing the people that I could have had on my that have had on my podcast. The co-founder of Starbucks, Joe Sanagato. And comedian Frank's or comedian Tom Driesen who opened for Frank Sinatra. Like those they like, I don't really know what the niche is there, you know? So this is kind of hypocritical. I'm giving you this advice, but it's important advice. And that's what I, it's been echoed repeatedly on this podcast, the importance of having a niche. And I think too that Adam, Adam does, did slash does with his TikTok. Actually, this is not did he does this still, um, which just kind of highlights how with some of these popular creators you never know you don't fully understand everything that goes into a video and because Adam was saying that on, uh, he was saying on the podcast how he will intentionally mispronounce words in his videos to get people to call him out for mispronouncing that word because a lot of people will call him out for it and. That boosts his engagement and it's people, I mean, they're kind of dunking and clowning on him in some senses for mispronouncing the word, but he does it intentionally because he knows people will comment, which will then boost the engagement. If someone opens, if someone goes to comment on TikTok, not only does that add an engaged by a comment, but your video keeps playing. So the watch time of that video goes up when they're typing their comment out. And so that's why he does it. I think that's just, you never know. There's so many little things that some of these people do that you might not necessarily realize. You know, Sean does magic like we talked about last week. Uh, He's put random objects in the background of his video to try and get people to comment Jamie Lee, James Life on TikTok, a good friend of mine, he he'll increase the volume at the beginning of all of his TikToks is he's trying to hook you right away. So there's all these little little tricks you can do that can help get a little bit of engagement. And sometimes you just don't realize all the little things that these these popular creators have done in order to get the success that they've had. If you were, well, I've got another one of these these TikToks, there's another, another TikTok takeaway here and it's that which I think is interesting that so with in Adam's case you know he he just started with Adam P. Ferris which is his personal account which is a sports account and he started with that and he was growing and then I think it was his friend Connor Bussey I believe was his name and was kind of saying, you know, maybe we should do more. And Adam kind of wanted to see if he should, if he can replicate his success that he had with his personal accounts. So we started another TikTok page and then that started going. They started another one and that started going. So now he has a formula down that he he knows works when it comes to TikTok. But the takeaway that I have there is why are more people doing this? You know, why are more people who have kind of figured out how to grow on TikTok starting multiple pages and starting, I guess, starting a media company, I guess. Because when you think about it, at the end of the day, like if you have a formula to grow on TikTok, the more pages you're able to grow and you don't necessarily have to be the person in front. Actually, as a matter of fact, I don't think you should be the person on camera for all of them. Maybe it starts as you and as you grow, which they're doing, we can see with uh, Dapper Life, they're starting to bring up more creators to run the pages, but because if you have the formula, why not grow those accounts, right? Why, like, why not? If you're able to grow on TikTok and you know what works and what doesn't, grow it. And I'm just surprised. You're just getting, kind of as we were talking this, I was thinking like, why don't more people do this? You know, just think of like, and if again, if you feel boxed in with your niche, you can create other pages that are adjacent to your niche that you can also grow because you have the formula i just thought it was really interesting that they're doing that and i'm surprised you don't see more people doing it you see this i see i at least i'm i'm seeing this right now when it when it comes to instagram a lot of big meme pages because right now on, on the work side we're we're talking to a bunch of different meme pages for different sponsorship and stuff and i found when you reach out to one meme page you get they'll respond and be like, I also have this page, this page, this page, this page, and this page if you wanna sponsor any of these as well. So not only does, once you have a big account, you can bring in sponsorship, but if you're able to replicate that success and grow other pages, you now have the opportunity to upsell brands when they come to work with you on different packages. So you can increase the amount of money you're bringing in if you have multiple pages. So I would just, just in having this conversation, I was I was kind of surprised that you, know, you don't see people doing this as much as you'd think where they grow on one platform. And often, I mean, I understand also, There's something to be said of how much time there is in a day. And like, you want to cross pollinate your audience on different platforms so you're not reliant on one. But if you have the formula, like I said, that Adam has, I don't see why you don't just try and grow a second, third account at the same time. And I guess, and the most important thing though, one of the things, part of that formula for growing on any social platform is consistency. And I like what Adam, Adam said to So He said one of the most important things is consistency with not just the content, but with everything. And that's really the ticket at the end of the day. No matter what you do, no matter who you are, consistency is crucial. And I guess in saying that and, and talking about these sprints, that's the one drawback to doing the sprints is, you know, you're consistent for an aggressive period of time and then you kind of fall off the radar. And my argument, not argument to that is, is that with the sprints, like I have the things I'm consistent with, I'm consistent with my work, obviously I'm consistent with this podcast. And I think you should have that one major thing that you're consistent at while testing other things on the side. And that's what the sprints are essentially for is to test these different things. I have the main thing being my work and my podcast that I'm consistent at. And so, but if, for example, one of these sprints is to surpass the podcast, maybe I don't stop the podcast altogether, but maybe I scale things back on the podcast side to focus on whatever that sprint is like. For example, let's say I'm doing the screenwriting thing and I'm doing my sprint and I'm talking to other screenwriters and I'm talking to people in the industry and I'm writing screenplays and one of them gets picked up and it gets to be made. Maybe I, I kind of pause the podcast a little bit to focus on on the screen or anything if that seems to have some legs and is going somewhere. So that's what, that's what I'll say when it comes to consistency in sprints. But consistency at the end of the day is the biggest thing. It matters in the gym. It matters on social media. It matters in your relationships. It matters in everything you do. So make sure whenever it is that you are pursuing, make sure you're consistent at it. My last takeaway here that I will that I will talk about today on, on this podcast is, is this quote from Adam that he said at the end of the end of the interview. And this was, well, I'm trying to think of, Oh, what's the best advice I think, or maybe I think it was the best advice you've ever gotten. I could be wrong, but what he said was just imagine if it could be better. And what he's saying with that is that we often have times like we can be, don't, don't necessarily be content, you know? And I feel like for a lot of people, maybe you listening to this, maybe myself included, um, that's an easy thing is to not be content. You always want more, but never be satisfied. But also all it's like balancing, balancing with being satisfied and never being satisfied, which is a tough balance to, to strike. But it's, you know, when you get to somewhere awesome, for example, let's say my podcast is my full-time job. And I'm, and I mean, technically anyways, let's say my podcast pays cover most of my bills and I'm on cloud nine. I think this is awesome. Now like dream even bigger than that. Like just imagine what could it, how could it be better? How could your situation be better and strive for that? And like kind of the the moral of that story is to just dream bigger. And we talked about it very briefly, but how I'm I'm a believer that people don't necessarily dream big enough. And there's that saying, it's like, imagine if you could accomplish your 10 year goals in six months. And if you work, you're asked to have to try and accomplish your 10-year goals in six months. Maybe you don't achieve them in six months, but you'll be much further along in six months than if you just try to achieve your six-year goals or your six-month goals in six months. And so no matter what where you are now, just imagine if it could be better. What does that look like? How do you get there? Dream bigger. But I wanna thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We did it under 20 minutes. I had a lot of takeaways from my conversation with Adam, so I was really trying to be tightened up, Buttoned up to the point with these takeaways. And I think I was. I got a minute here for this outro, so I can ramble here for a minute. Uh, but no, seriously, if you listen to this, whether you listen the entire way through, you're listening know, listen to bits and pieces, I really appreciate you for taking time to check this out. Do me a big favor go and check out Adam, go and check out his list of accounts. I'll make sure they're linked in the show notes down below so you can find them. If you like to follow me, you can find me everywhere on social media or in the show notes down below at, at the Jacob Kelly. Feel free to come and say hello. My DMs are always open. Uh, on top of that, if you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to leave us a positive rating and review. Share this episode with a friend, just one friend, and subscribe to the show. I put up brand new interviews every single Monday and a brand new takeaways episode as an audio exclusive where I sit down and break down the most recent podcast episode of the week every single Thursday. As always, today's podcast is powered by TrueFan. Thank you once again for listening. We'll talk soon.